And uh, the uh, first passage of scripture that we're going to look at is found in the uh, book of Genesis. Amen. The book of Genesis, the 14th chapter, and uh, beginning at the 17th verse. Amen. Genesis 14 and uh, 17. And uh, I'm going to have to turn to them because I can control it, but I can't see it on my pad. And, uh, but uh, in Genesis 14 and 17, from the New King James Version, it says there, And the king of Sodom went out to meet him in the valley of Shabbat. That is the king's valley. After this, or after his return from the defeat of Chedorlaomer and the kings who were with him, then Melchizedek, the king of Salem, brought out bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God, and blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram. This is Abraham before his name was changed by God to Abraham. Blessed be Abram of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. Now the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord, God most high, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abram rich, except only uh, what the young men have eaten and the portion uh, the men who went with me, uh, Anar and Echo and Mambri, uh, let them take their portion. And uh, while I was reading those verses there, amen, I want to thank the Lord for the reading of his word from Genesis 14. Uh, and what we, 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 we're going to end up uh, talking about the Lord's table. But I wanted to start here in the book of Genesis. There is a principle uh, in uh, scripture study called the principle of first mention. In other words, uh, in the word of God, uh, it is a profitable study to find out the first time something is mentioned in the Bible. And if you go back to the first time it was mentioned, uh, it can serve as a key going forward uh, in terms of, 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 of uh, uh, what God thinks or how God is going to work with a particular thing. So it is called uh, the principle first mentioned. And uh, what we have in uh, the 14th chapter here, uh, we have the introduction of uh, the priest king by the name of Melchizedek. Amen. The priest of Salem. And uh, Salem was the name of the city of Jerusalem before it was the, the name changed to Jerusalem. Uh, and uh, I've talked about this before, and I won't get into a long uh, 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 dissertation, but. Uh, one of the things that we find is that there are two priesthoods that are, that are spoken of uh, uh, and highlighted in the Old Testament. Two priesthoods. Uh, the first priesthood is the priesthood after the order of Melchizedek, who was both priest and king. Uh, later on, uh, under Moses and, and during the time of Moses, 
there was another priesthood that was introduced. It was the Levitical priesthood. Amen. And the Levitical priesthood uh, traced its lineage to Moses' brother Aaron, who was of the tribe of Levi. Amen. Amen. The interesting thing about uh, the 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 uh, Melchizedek priesthood, the, the the priesthood of Melchizedek uh, came before the priesthood of 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 of, the, of, of Aaron or the Levitical priesthood. Uh, and the thing about uh, Melchizedek, Melchizedek is a uh, what I would call a type yes. of Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. He's a type of Jesus yes. Christ. Uh, we talked about types and shadows, and 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 uh, uh, if you get into it, and we we won't get into the discussion of what it talks about him in the Book of Hebrews. But the thing about Melchizedek is uh, nobody knew who his father was. Amen. Nobody knew his lineage. They didn't know his mother. Yeah. And uh, with the Levitical priesthood, they kept very strict records of who was the father, who begot who, and so forth and so on. But Melchizedek, uh, not only did nobody know his lineage, but Melchizedek was both priest and king. Amen. And under the Levitical priesthood, uh, you, you, you could not be both priest and king. Because the kings came through the tribe of Judah, mm -hmm. uh, the lineage of Judah, amen. And, and so uh, the Levitical priesthood could never produce a king. Amen. Never produce a king. Yes. Uh, as I'm contrasting the Levitical priesthood with uh, the priesthood after the order of Melchizedek, and, 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 and I'm going to get somewhere with this in a little bit. Uh, another interesting thing about uh, the Levitical priesthood, uh, when it came to offering and, and giving, the Levitical priesthood uh, could only offer and give in the house of God. The only offering that the Levitical priesthood could give was what had already been given to them. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, any offering that they brought. Uh, it had first been given to them by the people. Because their portion uh, was provided for them by the people. So uh, in the uh, Levitical priesthood, the only offering that they could give was what was already given to them. I kind of liken it to, uh, and, and, and it's good when you know you got family that uh, love you and maybe a birthday come up or something like that and they want to be a blessing to you and want to give you. But when you got family that is depending on you to provide the income, that which they have, you gave to them. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And uh, so uh, you gave it to them, you know, and, and, and everybody needs to take care of their family and, and so forth and so on. You gave it to them. Well, for them to give something back to you unless they go out and get a job. Yes. Only thing they got to give back to you is what you already gave them. And that was the same position that the Levitical priesthood was in. Any offering that they would try to give back, uh, and, and, and the, the other interesting thing about the Levitical priesthood, and uh, you know, don't get me wrong, I think children should be taught to give. And, 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 and uh, as parents, even when they're giving us back what, you know, we got to help them buy the gift that they're going to give, amen, uh, there, there's still uh, 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 some positive lessons to be learned yes. even in the act of giving. Yes. Uh, but I'm just contrasting the uh, priesthood of Melchizedek with the, with the Levitical priesthood. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the thing about the Levitical priesthood, the Levitical priesthood, uh, they, uh, the sacrifices and the offerings that they did uh, they had to continually offer them yes. for the sins of the people. Yes. You see, uh, God, uh, when man uh, rebelled and fell from God uh, and disobeyed God, in order for God to be able to uh, work in our behalf, he had to come up with a, with a system whereby uh, uh, he could bestow his covenant on, his, on the people. 
And the only way God could do that was he had to deal with the issue of sin. And so he dealt, he dealt with it temporarily through the Levitical priesthood. Where they would offer sacrifices for sin. And uh, 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 some on a daily basis. And they had uh, high holy days where uh, the day of atonement and so forth and so on. But it was a continual process. Yes, now when I said the Levitical priests. Uh, the only thing they could offer was what was given to them. But the interesting thing about the priesthood after the order of Melchizedek. You'll notice here that Abram, who is the uh, prototype for the nation of Israel, after the battle that he fought to uh, uh, get Lot and, 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 and the people from uh, Sodom that had been taken captive, after that battle was fought and God had given Abram the victory, yes. he was met. By Melchizedek, yes. the priest of Salem. And Melchizedek met him with what? Bread, Bread and wine. And wine. Mm -hmm. The same elements that we're going to be talking about with communion. Mm -hmm. And notice, amen, uh, as I said, the priesthood of Melchizedek is superior uh, to the Levitical priesthood. Uh, in that when, 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 when Melchizedek met Abram, he was already king Amen. and priest. Amen. And he brought something with him to uh, provide to Abraham. And, 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 and he was able to bless Abraham with bread and wine. And Abraham in return... Paid tithes. He gave a tenth to Melchizedek. Amen. And, and when Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek, who was a priest and a king, amen, uh, symbolically, amen, it signified the superiority over the priesthood of Melchizedek over the Levitical priesthood. Now, I, I, I know you say, okay. So what? Well, uh, after Abraham received the bread and the wine from the hands of Melchizedek, Melchizedek imparted a blessing. Yes, amen. You all hear? Notice what in verse 19 Blessed be Abraham of God most high. Possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God most high, who have delivered your enemies into your hand. Amen. He imparted, after the bread and the wine, he imparted the blessing. And 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 I believe, as I as as, as I as I trace this back to uh, the Lord's table in the new, we're in the old covenant now in the old testament. I believe as I trace this back uh, to uh, the New Testament table of the Lord. I believe when we miss out on the Lord's table we miss out on our blessing. Anybody hear me? I say I believe that uh, if we miss out on the Lord's table we in turn can miss out on our blessing. Hallelujah. Now uh, the other thing while we're in the 14th chapter of the book of Genesis uh, that I want you to look at, you'll notice that right after uh, Abram met Melchizedek and received the bread and the wine and, and, and paid his tithe and received the blessing, uh, you'll notice immediately after that the king of Sodom uh, begins to speak to Abraham. And Sodom represents the kingdom of the world. Uh, Sodom is a notorious city, uh, and many of you that read the Bible, you're familiar with what happened uh, with the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. The wickedness was so great until uh, God opened up the earth, and uh, it swallowed them, literally. Uh, and they went into judgment uh, because of the sins that were taking place in Sodom. So the kingdom of Sodom represents the kingdom of the world. 
So you notice right after receiving uh, bread and wine and, and, and paying tithes and receiving the blessing, then the next voice that Abram hears is the voice of the king of Sodom. And I bring that up uh, to say this, that there is always going to be another kingdom that is going to try to gain influence with the people of God. Amen. There's always a tug. There's always a battle between the kingdom of our God and, and, and of his Christ and the kingdom of this world. And so the king of Sodom says to Abraham, because Abraham had liberated not only his, his nephew Lot, but he had liberated some of the citizens of Sodom in that battle. And they took back the spoils, amen, that these kings had taken from Sodom. And so the king of Sodom said to Abraham, he said, uh, in so many words, uh, I, I, I know you did it, uh, uh, what you did, and you're going to want a reward. And so uh, if you'll just give me my people back, you can keep my stuff. I'll let you keep my stuff. Say that with me. I'll let you keep my stuff. You know, the devil always wants to let us keep his stuff. Amen. Just give me the people, but I'll let you keep the stuff. But you know what? Abraham had to discern it. And uh, notice what Abraham said to him. Amen. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, I raised my hand to the Lord God most high. In other words, I made a vow to God. Amen. Uh, that I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap. And that I will not take anything that is yours. Lest you should say I have made Abram rich. Amen. Abram said, you can have your stuff. You, 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 keep, you can take your people and your stuff. Because I don't want the word to go out that, amen, I don't want you to brag and say, I made Abraham rich. Hallelujah. And there's always going to be a tension between those two kingdoms. Now, now saints of God, uh, uh, let's not be fooled. Amen. That, 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 that same question is going to come to us. That, that same choice is going to be presented to us in one way or another. And, and, and I wonder what's the choice we're going to make. Amen. Are we going to take the devil's stuff and make it our stuff? Or are we going to trust God and say, nah, I, I made a vow to the Lord. You won't be able to say you made me rich. I, I'm going to trust God. Amen. To make me rich. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. I'm trying to go somewhere. Uh, turn in your Bibles to Malachi. Still in the Old Testament, and I'm not going to be long. Uh, but turn in your Bibles to Malachi 1 and 6. We're talking about the table of the Lord. You going to get anything out of this? Amen. Thank you, Lord. The table of the Lord. And in Malachi which is the last book. We were in Genesis, the first book in the Old Testament. Amen. When we go to Malachi, Malachi, the first chapter, the last book in the Old Testament. In Malachi uh, 1 and 6, it says that a son honors his father and a servant his master. If then I am the father, Where's my honor? And if I am a master, where's my reverence? Says the Lord of hosts to you priests who despise my name. You offer defiled food on my altar. But say, in what way have we defiled you? By saying that the table of the Lord is contemptible. And when you offer the blind as a sacrifice, is it not evil? And when you offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Offer it to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you favorably? 
says the Lord of hosts. Verse 9. But now entreat God's favor that he may be gracious to us while this is being done by your hands. In other words, you see, the book of Malachi uh, is a book where uh, the people of God had corrupted themselves. The priesthood was corrupted. Uh, there was uh, wicked practices that were going on. And they were crying out, uh, you know, where's God? How come God ain't doing more? And they were wanting to put the blame on God. And God answered through the prophet Malachi. And he answered them back and said, uh, where's mine? Uh, you're talking about all that you're doing, but all I see is you're offering polluted offerings on my altar. And you have despised the table of the Lord. Verse 7, the table of the Lord is contemptible. Now when he's talking about the table of the Lord, remember I said God devised a system to temporarily uh, uh, cover the sins of the people so that he could impart a covenant blessing. So he could deal with them with a covenant blessing. And, and, and it was the uh, sacrificial system. And, 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 and so uh, the death of a, a bull or the death of a, of a lamb or whatever uh, could temporarily, uh, because the Bible said without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Yeah. And so God instituted a system of sacrifices so that the sins of the people could be covered for a season and, 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 and he could impart a covenant blessing on the nation of Israel. But... It got to the point to where it became a chore. It got to the point to where they forgot what the purpose was. And, 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 and they got to the point to where they said, you know, we're tired of killing these bulls. And we're tired of, and, and, and in fact, we're not going to bring the best bulls and the best sheep. Uh, uh, what does it matter? We're going to kill them anyway. Let's, let's get the, the, the weak and the sickly. Uh, and, and let's offer them and we'll keep the best for ourselves. And so it got to the point to where they began to despise. The, to despise the table of the Lord. The altar where the sacrifice were being made. And, and, and you know what? There's a parallel in this day. There's a parallel in this day. Uh, many believers. Amen. Or so-called believers. They get to the point to where. Church becomes old hat to them. The service of the Lord becomes old hat to them. Amen. Uh, it's just church, you know. Uh, 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 I ain't got to go. Uh, it don't matter whether I'm there or not. Uh, you know, I, I know what's going to go on there. Amen. Uh, uh, I can read the Bible at home myself. Uh, 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 and it gets to the point, and, and, and sometimes we begin to wonder and look around, and when we see... Amen. Certain ones missing. Uh, uh, it's gotten to the point to where, when, amen. Anybody remember a time when we used to get in a hurry oh, yeah. to get to the service? Amen. amen. Anybody remember the time when, amen, uh, you were looking forward to the service because you didn't know what was going to happen? Amen. amen. And you didn't want to miss your blessing? Amen. But for a lot of us, we've lost our first love. Yes, Lord. And, 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 and we cooled off. And, 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 and some of the things that we once held to be holy that are common and contemptible to us. Hallelujah. And uh, this is what had happened with Israel. They were offering uh, 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 contaminated uh, sacrifices and, and expecting God to accept it and, and they were requiring the blessing of God and, and, and wondering where, how come they weren't being blessed. Amen. And God was saying, look at what you're offering me. You expect my best when you give me your works. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And so... Uh, Notice what God has to say about it in verse 10. 
He said, who is there among you who would shut the doors so that you would not kindle the fire on my altar in vain? I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts, nor will I accept an offering from your hand. God said, you, you make me sick. God said, I, 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 I want to shut the door. And, and, and uh, you, you know, there was a fire that was supposed to be kept burning at all times. But God said, amen, uh, uh, you've upset me to the point to where uh, who will shut the door and who will put the fire out? Because I'm declaring Ichabod on this house. Hallelujah. And, and, and so uh, in verse, uh, verse 11, it says, From the rising of the sun, even to his going down, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. Yes. In every place, incense shall be offered in my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. But you, in verse 12, but you profane it in that you say the table of the Lord is defiled and its fruit, its food is contemptible. You also say, oh, what a weariness. And you sneer at it, says the Lord of hosts. And you bring the stolen and the lame and the sick. Thus, you bring an offering. Should I accept this from your hand, says the Lord? Hallelujah. My God. Verse 14. Notice what he says there. But cursed be the deceiver. In other words, instead of the blessing, amen, by, by, by bringing God that which is detestable, Instead of receiving a blessing, you're going to get a curse. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. But cursed be the deceiver who has in his flock a male and takes a vow, but sacrifices to the Lord what is blemished. For I am a great king, says the Lord of hosts, and my name is to be feared among all nations. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So they held the table of the Lord to be contemptible. And they said to themselves. We're weary. We're tired. We're not going to give God. Our best. And God said when you, when you treat me like that. What you're going to end up with is a curse. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Now. Somebody said okay. The table of the Lord. I want you to see how. The table of the Lord started out. Under the priesthood of, uh, uh, of Melchizedek. Amen. Abram received the blessing when he received the elements of the, 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 the bread and the wine. But how over time, amen, what was meant to be a blessing turned into a curse. And, and it's interesting that God was quiet and, 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 and Malachi was the, 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 the last prophet in the old covenant until John the Baptist. Where God stopped, he stopped talking to him. As a nation, God stopped talking to him. Amen. I've been talking about we need to be in a position where we can hear from God. But the way some of us have been conducting ourselves, it's going to be hard for you to hear from God if you made him mad and he ain't talking to you. Let's go over to the New uh, Testament. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 10. We're talking about the table of the Lord. Amen. 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. All right, now, and, 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 and I, need to, I need to bring this out because if I keep on, everybody's going to be scared to take the moon. <laughs> Lord, help me, bring, help me bring it out. Because God, amen, told us we need to institute it. And, 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 and uh, amen, we don't want to institute something that's going to be a curse. Oh, is anybody listening to me? Hallelujah. First uh, Corinthians 10. Amen. In First Corinthians 10 and 14. Uh, God uses Paul. 
to speak to the church at Corinth. Uh, there's a controversy going on about eating meat and, and, and different things that had been sacrificed to idols. And, and the practice was they would uh, dedicate uh, animals and, 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 and certain things uh, in, in the city of Corinth. They dedicated to an idol god. And then afterwards they take it to the meat market and sell it. And, 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 and a controversy came up with, uh, would it be all right for Christians who believe in the true and living God to buy, to knowingly buy in a market meat that had been dedicated to an idol God? I don't know about you, but you know what, I never thought about it, but when you go to the grocery store and you go to the meat counter, You don't know where that meat been before you buy it. Amen. But it was blatant and open and correct. But uh, let's look at let's look at and it, and it's interesting. I bring that up because uh, we can learn some interesting things about communion that Paul says here uh, in First Corinthians ten fourteen says therefore my beloved flee. From idolatry. I speak to wise men. Judge for yourselves what I say. Amen. Notice that, that he said, amen. Don't mess around. Don't, don't play with it. Flee from idolatry. Verse 16. The cup of blessing which we bless. Is it not? The communion of the blood of Christ. Alright, so let me settle it, amen, once and for all. Amen. The cup of the Lord, the table of the Lord for the people of God is not a curse. It is a cup of blessing. The cup of blessing which we bless is it not the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? Yes. For we though many are one bread and one body, for we all are partakers of that one bread. He's talking about the spiritual significance of the table of the Lord. Yes. Amen. Uh, I, I, I know for some of us we just think, amen, it's a cup of juice and a cracker. Amen. But you've got to be able to spiritually discern that it's more than a cracker. It's more than a cup of juice. It's a cup of blessing. And I think we've been doing without the blessing too long. Any of y'all remember, I, I point back into the Old Testament, any of y'all remember when God got ready to deliver Israel out of Egypt? When they had been in bondage in Egypt and, 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 and God sent the plagues uh, to, 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 to uh, uh, bring about the deliverance of Israel out of Egypt. He said, let my people go. Yes. Do you all know what one of the last things God had the people of Israel to do before they were uh, uh, set free? He had them to prepare a special meal. That's right. Hallelujah. Yes. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Amen. 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 Every family had to have a lamb. Mm -hmm. and, and if they weren't big enough, amen, they would get with another family. But every family had to have a lamb. And, and the lamb had to be prepared a certain way. And the blood of the lamb. That was the last plague. Yes. Amen. That, that, it was the plague of the death of the firstborn. Amen. Amen. That hit the entire nation of, 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 of uh, Egypt. Egypt. Yes. And the protection for the people of God, amen, was in the meal that they ate and the blood that was on the door. Amen. Amen. I preached the message one time. You've got to eat the meal if you want to take the journey. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. you got to eat the meal if you want to take the journey. Amen. If there was no blood on the door, the deaf angel was coming. Is, uh, Egypt was cursed, yes. but Israel was protected. Yes. 
Hallelujah. My God. Yes, Lord. So, uh, back in uh, 1 Corinthians 10. Back in 1 Corinthians 10. Uh, one bread, looking at verse uh, 18. Observe, Israel after the flesh. Are not those who eat of the sacrifice partakers of the altar? Y'all see that? Amen. Amen. Uh, what am I saying then? That an idol is anything, or what is offered to an idol is anything. All right. The what 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 he's bringing out again? He's talking about the uh, an idol isn't anything. But but he's saying those that partake uh, of the elements partake of the altar. And, 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 and the key that I want to bring out is that, uh, and we'll read it in a minute, but when we partake of the Lord's table and uh, commemorate his death, the life of God is, is shared with us. Anybody, anybody, y'all hear what I said? In, in, in other words, see, when we think of the death of Jesus, we think of it as, man, that was horrible. Man, they, 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 they beat him and they hung him up and they did it and, and, and a bloody, uh, horrible death. But it was that death, amen, that brought forth life for us. He became sin for us who knew no sin that we might become the righteousness of God. And, and, and when we celebrate his death, amen, there's an impartation of his life. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you scripture for it. Because you, you, know, you can say, well, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Amen. I'm going to give you scripture for it. Go with me to the book of John. Book of St. John, 6th chapter. Book of John. Book of John, 6th chapter. And... Uh, We'll look at uh, the 53rd verse. When you get it, amen. And some of you can see it up there if it's not too small for you. Amen. John uh, 6 and 53. Notice what Jesus says here. John 6 and 53. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood. You have no life in you. You all see that? Amen. The life is in the blood. Notice what he said, verse 54. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I'll raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is food indeed. And my blood is drinking deep. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me. And I in him. In other words, amen. When, when we commemorate the death of Jesus Christ, amen. And, and we commemorate it with the elements of the bread and the wine, amen. Jesus said, amen. There's a spiritual transaction that takes place. Yes. Hallelujah. He said by remembering. Amen. See part of our problem is we forget too easily. We forget. Amen. What he's done for us. We forget who we belong to. Amen. We forget. And the devil takes advantage of us. Because we forget. But Jesus said, who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me yes. and I in him. Yes. In other words, there's life. There's an impartation of his life. Yes. Amen. When we, amen, approach the table of the Lord correctly. Not a curse, but life. Hallelujah. Verse 57, as the living father sent me and I live because of the father. So... He who feeds on me 
will live because of me. And, and in your Bible, where it's, it, it doesn't say feed, but it says what? Or who feeds. The, uh, it, it, it's, it's continues to feed. Y'all see what I'm talking about? Amen. We, 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 it's, it's, you know, it's not something that we just do one time. It's something that we need to keep on doing. Hallelujah. And so verse 58 said, This is the bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers ate manna and are dead. But he who eats this bread will live forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'm talking about uh, you got to eat the meal yes. if you want to make the journey. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. The table of the Lord. Yes. All right. So uh, let's, let's, let's get over in 1 Corinthians 11. And uh, I'm going to ask them to bring the table, amen, over. And uh, we're going to get ready to receive communion in just a few moments. Amen. Somebody will help him get that table over uh, here. First uh, Corinthians 11. Talk about the table of the Lord. Hallelujah. And in First Corinthians 11 and 23. Paul writes to the church of Corinth. He says, therefore, I have received from the Lord. That which I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks he broke it and said. Take. Eat. This is my body. Which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same manner. And in the same manner, he also took the cup after the supper, saying, This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Now, when, when the Bible says we proclaim the Lord's death, in other words, amen, uh, to proclaim the Lord's death, it, it, it's the same, in, in the Greek, it's the word of preaching. Now, you might not be called to be a preacher, but this is a message in action when we partake of the supper correctly. And who are we preaching to? We're not preaching to each other. But, amen, we're, 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 we're letting the heavens, amen, and the spirits and the angels, amen, be on notice. Ah, yes. Yes. Yes, That not only, amen, are we declaring the victory of his death, amen, but we're taking part, amen, in his life. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Yes. So he says there, uh, for as often as ye... Uh, eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. Holly, until he comes. So not only are we looking back about what was accomplished on the cross of Calvary, but, amen, we're remembering, amen, the finished work on Calvary, and we're looking forward to the fact that he's coming back again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, so verse 27, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. I, I was talking to somebody. I said, you know what? It's good to have communion on a regular basis. Because it's a fun, it's a, to me, it's a funny thing. Uh, people get su superstitious about communion. <laughs> there's some folk that if you put word out, we're going to have communion. There's some that uh, there's a fear in them. They say, I, I ain't showing up. Uh-uh. 
God ain't going to get me. Uh, And and it made me stop and think, don't you realize that, uh, that, that, that you could die at any moment? You, you you don't get behind you, you don't you're not afraid to get behind the wheel of a car and drive and go where you want to go, afraid something's gonna happen because you, you you understand. But but they talk about oh no no I I I I don't want they having communion uh, uh, I don't want God to get me. If you're uh, unprepared to meet the Lord, you ain't gotta wait till communion to to to. Uh, get fidgety about it, yeah. Amen. When you, Amen. When, before you go to bed at night, or when you wake up in the morning, you need to be talking to God. Oh, yeah. The Bible said we confess, Amen, our sins. He's faithful and willing to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. So when it talks about approaching the Lord's table in an unworthy manner, I've talked about what that attitude is to where. Uh, uh, you tired of God? You, uh, 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 you, you, you that, that's that, that's a, that's a bad attitude. That's a reprobate mind, Amen. But the Bible said, "Let every man, woman, Amen, child examine themselves." And that's why I say we need to do it regularly because we need to have regular examination, regular self examination. And then it says, examine yourself. And it says, so let them eat of that bread. Let them drink of that cup. Do the self-examination. Talk to God right now. If, if, if you're shaky on taking communion, uh, you need to be talking to God. Amen. Uh, because uh, something could happen and, 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 and you don't have time to get it right. You got time to get it right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Let a man examine himself. So let him eat of that bread, drink of that cup. Verse 29. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, verse 31. Amen. Uh, For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we might not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brethren, uh, says that verse 30, therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, we're to wait on one another. The table of the Lord. And so I believe that the reason God was dealing with me that we need to we, we need to do this on a regular basis. Amen. That we're depriving ourselves of the life mm-hmm. and the benefit mm-hmm. that come uh, uh, as covenant partners with Christ Jesus. Amen. And, and 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 that when we approach the table, Amen. That we need to ask God to help us to discern. Uh, uh, be able to see the spiritual significance, amen, of our our union with Christ. And so we're going to prepare, amen, and this will be the last thing that we do uh, as we prepare uh, to uh, get ready to leave, amen. We're going to pray God's blessings, amen, over the elements, amen, the same elements that Melchizedek brought to Abel. Amen. The bread and the wine. And after he received them, he received the blessing. And so we're going to pray over them. And uh, I'm going to say to you, as, as, as after you have received it, amen, we're going to ask God to release the blessing. Is that all right? Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Lord God, amen, uh, I ask that you would look upon these elements. Uh, I ask that you would look upon the table of the Lord right now. And Lord God, I'm asking that you would look upon each of us that are in the congregation. Uh, Help us to be able to discern, to rightfully discern your body. And Lord God, as uh, we participate uh, in this communion, I'm thanking you, Lord, 
that when we weren't worthy, you made us worthy. Yes. I'm thanking you, Lord, uh, uh, for a time that we can examine ourselves. And I'm asking, Lord, that Holy Spirit, that you would look upon each and, and, and every soul that's in this place right now. And Lord, if there's anything that uh, is a hindrance to us, anything, uh, any attitude, any uh, unforgiveness in our hearts, uh, Lord, uh, we ask you to forgive us. And uh, we ask you to cleanse us. We ask you, O oh God, to uh, help us to stop being so forgetful of not only who we are, but whose we are. And Lord, we ask that as we participate in the supper, that uh, 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 and, and we commune with you, uh, we're thanking you that the blessings of God are going to be released in our lives. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, uh, we're going to prepare. Thank <laughs> you. 